This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. All right, I got the sound effects going. We're going to start with pre-rolls. And Zach, can you take it away? Today's show is sponsored by With Wink. a little more enthusiasm, yeah, good please. Lord. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Today's show there you go. is sponsored by Wink. Wink offers wine that is personalized to your palate and delivered right to your door. Wink is offering our listeners $20 off right now when you go to trywink.com backslash badchristian. They'll even cover shipping. That's $20 off plus complimentary shipping when you go to T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash bad Christian. Okay, good try there. Listen try, listen to me do one here. Uh, today's show is also sponsored by Distilled. You don't need to be a celebrity to look amazing. You can get luxury-grade denim with the perfect fit starting just at $75. So go to distilled.com slash bad Christian right now and get 10% off your first pair. That's D-S-T-L-D dot com slash bad Christian for 10% off right now. All right, Chad, you try one. Okay. Today's show is also sponsored by Tracker. Make losing things a thing of the past. Pair Tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. Go to thetracker.com right now and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN for your free Tracker Bravo with any order. That's thetracker.com, promo code BADCHRISTIAN. Good job, Chad. Here we go. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Give me a three, give me a two, give me a one. Toby's behind the wheel, but can he kick a bass? Oh! Man, am I not inspired because of the guys reading those ads? Good lord! Welcome to the podcast. Now I get it. You know, they're super cred, would never sell out their music for money. It's because they physically can't. They just can't do it. It's not because they're cred. No, I felt like I was going at two hundred percent there. Hey, that that felt pretty good to me. I don't know. What you're talking about you, yeah. the podcasters uh <laughs> podcasters and musicians the overlap is is not as much as you would think i typically find when i listen to a podcast i like normally and then they have a musician as a guest that's always a skip episode for me because musicians <laughs> are super so, boring so boring are, you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah, right yeah. yeah yeah so it's very rare that you get a musician on there they'll come on a podcast or do something and be themselves or boisterous yeah. or not guarded and stuff like that so we'll True. keep you guys loose today because well, we're awesome i'm I, glad I, we got two of them for this episode. <laughs> 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 be great. The skip episode, I guess. All right, y'all got to explain to him that Toby's in the car here if you want to, Joey, why he sounds funny. Yeah, so basically we're asking Toby to mute himself when he's not talking because there's a lot of background noises because he's behind the wheel on the way <laughs> to his next true man experience. And so we are, we're desperately praying for a hedge of protection around your car and that God would give you great traveling mercies, brother. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm headed to true man Indianapolis. I'm excited about it now. Thank you for praying for me. I've already shot three birds with my <laughs> with my hand, and uh, because hand. of just me and Chad, it's because of old people. Chad was saying just earlier that <laughs> twice this year you've gotten hit in a car by an older person. Older people, I just believe, should be. They are not allowed to drive after what fifty two. Sure, like yourself, that, that, basically. That, yeah, I was gonna. I was getting ready to ask you: Are you which category are you in? The yeah. one in danger of getting hit, or are you the danger behind the wheel at this point? I don't know. I'm in that. We. I'm forty one. I'm in that weird age where I don't know if I'm the cause or it's them. Yeah. Well, a little of both. You'll know soon. <laughs> well, hey, I gotta give I gotta give Zach props because he actually does have 
some acting skills. And I wanted to, this is like the first time he's been on here in a while. So I wanted to actually bring this up that him and I have done a couple of interviews promoting his uh, new albums. And I took on a, an asshole character was really belittling, super rude, very unprofessional. And Zach, you had many people come up to you basically saying, (laughs) what is up with that Joey guy? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they just kept saying. Yeah. Did people did people really think that I was in crazy asshole mode for that interview? Like, I, we got your back, man. I can tell you, I have not had one person, probably of I don't know, like thirty people, ever tell me that they thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, every single person is like, "What was wrong with that guy? <laughs> Being so mean to you?" Ridiculous. Well, that's a good thing it's, because yeah. for, what that means is, is like for instance, from our point of view or Joey's point of view, that means those people didn't already know who he was, yeah. which is good. That means yeah. it's reaching new people, and that yeah. kind of cross media is yeah. good. And I always think it's good when it makes people have to at least think or whatever. And yeah. so there's a lot of people that probably did get it. But the funny thing about it is just that there's that despite that normal problem, and we've covered this endlessly, and it will never stop. Joey is the king of not being understood when he's joking. His jokes are so committed that, you know, it's, a, it's only about 60% on average in public or at a table that get that know he's joking half the time. So that's a partly a Joey problem, but it's what I love about Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Fully committed. I just, he says committed. It's just yeah. a problem. Yeah. You just stick to it, man. That just blows my mind. That is crazy. I mean, I was like smacking on yeah. popcorn. <laughs> I was interrupting you. I was making fun of your songs. I was botching lyrics. I mean, unbelievable. The, be- crazy, the best part is when they just, uh, most people, it's usually something about, why does he keep saying your name wrong? <laughs> like, they just can't seem to understand. I thought, I mean, to me, that's like the biggest give. I mean, have it's you ever obvious. met a Zatch before? No. Zatch. <laughs> it's like, the guy's clearly joking. But, yeah. So the musicians, though, are, and music. it's also musicians' crowds yeah. are, their fans are kind of serious. It's not that they're serious. They're inevitably consumers of comedy and stuff like that, but they have you in your brain as a very narrow thing. And that, sure. before we started podcasting, that was kind of the part of the reason I wanted to start podcasting in the first place was because I felt like I've been this guy in a band with this kind of hair or that kind of guitar that does those songs with the screaming and the sad stuff. And there's, you know, 12 sets of lyrics that I don't even write that come out every two years. Yeah. And I'm figuring like a lot of people know me, but nobody daggum knows me at all. Yeah. And I, I was always, I'm kind of uncomfortable with that because I like yeah. my personality. I yeah. think it's fun. And when I meet people, they seem to like it. So I was like, I'd like to be known, uh-huh. which is why I wanted to podcast. But it's interesting because musicians, they get that. I think people put them in that category and maybe coach them into being reserved and worrying about their credibility and protecting themselves kind of thing. Totally. Like, for instance, Chad's not known as a hilarious guy that's always goofing around, but he's very fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you don't, that's, boy's he's a fun yeah. guy. I mean, but your fans don't know you as like clowning. For the most part, it's true, you know, yeah. Well, Until hey, they um, mean we were uh, Toby and I were just talking about him being in Nashville and you know just the living situation and how expensive it is. And I, I, I'm the dumb non-music guy that doesn't really know how everything works, but I know that y'all pretty. Mu- I mean, are do y'all depend on your music for income? Because yeah, I yeah. know Toby's set up. I mean, he makes money from a little bit of money from Bad Christian, some from music, mm-hmm. and you know what he's doing. Sells with plasma. True, yeah, sells <laughs> plasma. Goes to the goes to sperm banks yeah. and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably little Toby's in different they're, parts they're of the world. 
<laughs> that's what it means you have to make oh part from every little in income you can but like uh, what's what's y'all's life set up here like strictly music do y'all have to work at a coffee shop i mean how's it going for you guys i mean it's all all music for for me um and it's mostly kings but i do do like some production stuff on the side like I, last year we did i did a a record for film uh like for sync licensing with uh yeah with uh, another buddy of mine but it's mostly kings and actually it's been cool because my wife has had a part-time job from home helping a real estate agent and just this week she's done with that to help run kings and manage it because oh that's cool yeah it needs we just need more yeah, help. you sound good when you get closer to the mic okay great you're not uncomfortable with it yeah. no it's fine so They're, chat chat is in. it a secret at this point of a hip-hop guy that you've been working with because i've been pretty curious about that or is that not to be disclosed no it's that's i mean we, we've been talking about that for a while um so i've been helping produce andy minio's next record and yeah. we just we, i mean it's been almost a year now we started in july just making tons of tracks for him, me and another dude. And hopefully we'll see what happens with it. He's still kind of sitting with a bunch of that music, but yeah. Nice. It's cool. Now, were you kind of into hip hop? Like, or, or are you now? Like, do you have a hip hop background? Yeah, I grew up basically only being into hip hop, DJing and stuff, and then making lots of beats. So it's kind of funny because, like, the older I'm getting, I'm just basically. You know, going exactly back to when I was 14 that's, years old that's and really, making beats in my basement. That's really common, though. Like, really? Yeah, but not even just musically, but it's also common. I find there's a, there's a little bit of a cycle that I've noticed, and this may be anecdotal, but I typically see people like me who are into, what are you into when you're a teenager? Yeah. Like, not really music. We, I wasn't even exposed to it, so I was, mm-hmm. let's say, into sports a lot. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I got into music when I finally came online and was into mm-hmm. punk, and I got this stuff, and I went so far into that that I don't remember who was even in the Super bowls in the late 90s and early 2000s and now i'm like whatever and music and sports is back or the kind of music i used to like if i go back and listen to allison chains now i'm in heaven but i didn't you know what i mean like stuff (laughs) i rejected (laughs) earlier there's some span when you were so focused on developing your new career right and then and you just it's kind of a rejection of things that you were doing because you feel like you're you just you're like totally absorbed in i did the same thing with basketball yeah i played basketball like every day was super into it posters all over my room left it for music and now, like, I follow the NBA yeah. Now that that super intense right. early 20s fervor of what you were doing that you thought right. was new and exciting has faded a little bit, and you're right. more mature, the, your real other yeah. interests you had before kind of come Did back. Did you that, do that with sports? Yeah. I mean, even with music, I spent a long time saying the 90s were stupid. And now I feel like all the music <laughs> just sounds like 90s music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's an so. interesting thing, too, because... Uh, Huh. Zach, if we're gonna stay on the topic of making money and doing stuff like that, Zach, for instance, is uh, making at least part time income. He's producing the Matt and Toby record. That's right. And so, oh, and sweet. speaking of '90s, because I think it sounds '90s. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just when you said that, it reminded me. I guess yeah. that is kind of what it, is, what it has that vibe. Like. Cool. It's yeah. like a modern version of the '90s, but it's '90s in the sense that the production is totally uncontrolled. Like it's every hit of the drum sounds different and loose and it's just it feels like it's engineered mm-hmm. in a way that just totally reminds me of the 90s like it's not it's the so opposite of polished and yeah it's, and but it's so good yeah i so, love that stuff man so that's that's so, you can look forward to that but so zach so producing writing music you've got citizens and saints going on you got solo stuff going on are you pretty much 100 percent music creating yeah. art that sort of thing that's awesome 
Yeah, I mean. That's very cool. Now, let him oh, answer ahead. the question. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, next that, thing. <laughs> Are we going to do that interview thing again? <laughs> yeah, Zatch. <laughs> <laughs> He just cuts you off every but you, time. Yeah, tell him. Tell us your income. Uh, uh, like yeah, the dollar amount. Everything. <laughs> All right, let me let me pull it up real quick because it's so much. Um, no. Uh, so I do. Yeah, all those things. I kind of joke sometimes. Just say I'm like a musician's handyman. I just feel like I'm doing everything and all things music. But there's also uh, a thing called gospel song um, that we started a couple years ago through Tooth and Nail. And that's, oh, yeah. and I'm kind of, you know, I, I, I do some work with that as far as just bringing bands on and stuff like that and helping to build the catalog there. So it's kind of a little bit of everything. There's not really one thing that makes more money. They all just kind of. It's random. Yeah. He's also like a full-time ghostwriter for me. <laughs> yeah. I basically text him lyrics every day and we work on them together. So. What about uh, how do. Uh, I'm not kidding either. <laughs> the, the funny, the, the crazy thing is the three of us do, uh, all do this stuff and live in Seattle and Toby's yeah. in Nashville, but all very expensive cities, yeah. which is so awful because I realized yeah. that for the most part, what we do, we could live on the beach in Mexico or in the middle of Montana on a ranch and we could do almost everything we do yeah. and it would just be way cheaper. We yeah. make the same amount of money. It's almost, so true. So yeah. Yeah. That's the awful thing is Zach and Chad and I all live within you know, like 20 blocks of each other and in the city limits of Seattle is just ridiculous. And we're so still <laughs> able worth to make it, it yeah. somehow. Well, that's so what I was going to say. Apparently it's so. worth it, it to you guys? It, it's definitely worth it because yeah. now I'm sitting here talking to Chad and yeah. Zach, yeah, who I'm working just, on music with, and <clears throat> this whole building is full full of talented people that the studio's in. And it's just inspirational. Not only, it's, there's there's a little bit of, you could say, who you know or networking or important people in the city but it's less of that and more just inspirational and people to learn from yeah you know and that's yeah. what i like about yeah. being in a in a cool and major city at least now do, do y'all yeah do y'all let's, get let's let toby missouri, road noise talk a little bit road noise. i was saying yeah but sedalia missouri what <laughs> <laughs> now toby's lived in the middle of missouri before too uh. but <laughs> But you've still gravitated toward Nashville, Toby. So what do you think ultimately? I know y'all. I know y'all. Well, I know y'all like the big cities and the, the energy and the creativity there. But I'm telling you, where I lived in Clinton, Missouri, we had a Walmart. We had uh, <laughs> what else did we have? That's it. Just a Walmart. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do y'all have a Walmart in downtown Seattle? No. I no. So. <laughs> Dang it. Did wow. you have any trouble with inspiration when all you had was an Applebee's and a Walmart and fields? Uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't do anything. I, all, all I did was like, Price is Right. <laughs> and, and, and Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah that was it. The HGTV price and Price is Right was all I could even think about. There's nothing. I just, I, I, ATVs are inspiring. Come on. <laughs> hey, have y'all... Hey, have one, y'all... Qu- one, one question. Hey, look, one question I want to ask you guys now is kind of cool is, y'all are both working on other people's music. Is that harder? Like, is it... Is it is it just as fun? Is it less fun? Not like like you're doing beats for Andy Mania or whatever, and Zach, you're working with us. Is that more of a challenge? Is it is it just as fun, or do you like that as much? I think it's easier, personally. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like you don't have to fully reflect yourself. I don't, I don't know. I feel... I feel like it's almost more fun, too, because you just have more confidence with kind of wild ideas. You don't have to second-guess yourself a little bit. You let th- that artist <clears throat> sink with your crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah, <yourself>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just, you You know, sometimes even like if you're, if you're with somebody and they're tracking vocals, they're always more self-conscious about the, mm-hmm. the way their voice sounds. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 
than what what you would do if you were listening to them. Where you're like, oh no, that, that little thing I, that's weird. I like it. It's yeah. great. It makes you you. So I just think you're willing to push somebody else further than you'd push yourself. Sometimes. You don't find it creative. You don't find your creativity like you want to hoard it. Like, wait, I had an idea, but I can't use it for this other guy. Like Zach, you have all these ideas and stuff you did on music. Did you feel like, damn, I, I should mean, have just kept that? Of course. No. <laughs> uh, well, that's I the way I feel it. sometimes, but I don't know if that's. I the don't right know impulse. though. I, I I feel like the opposite of what you're really? saying because I feel like I can't. I've been finding myself, even as I'm working on your guys' project, spending too much time on a guitar part or mm. thinking through the arrangement because I just want it to be so great. Yeah, you know, like I I want it. I want to. I want you guys to love it, but at the same time, yeah. I want it. I want to be really proud of it too. And so maybe that's the challenge. I, I I feel like I'm somehow become a part of it in a weird way. Oh, so. more than a part of it. We got to change the band name. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's Matt, gonna be Zach Matt. and Toby plus Matt. <laughs> 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 well, and I think for me, with the thing with with working on hip hop stuff is it's really clear. It's like, well, I'm making this because I think it's incredible. If you don't want it, I'm just keeping gonna take it. it. Yeah, you know, like it's not like I'm. I'm you know arranging a song that's already written. I'm making beats, and if he doesn't want them, I'll use them. So, I don't know. Well, uh, I have that luxury. Speaking of music, y'all want to do a song? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll read a. I'll read a sponsor spot, and somebody can get Ooh. set up. Y'all decide who wants to go first. Chad, you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. And hopefully the audio works out. But in the meantime, while Chad gets ready, let me t- got, let me tell you guys about Wink. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys are into wine or not, but I certainly am. Uh, we know Jesus was. We believe he would have been a Wink uh, subscriber. That's what that's what we gather. Um, but if uh, when you have one great glass of wine, it enhances the moment, and you got to think of it that way. So whether you're reflecting on the day or sitting with somebody you love, you know, a glass of wine is a, is a, is a nice thing. It's an intimate thing, really. Uh, Wink understands this, and that's why they started their company, to give you access to exceptional wines from around the world. So you can go to trywink.com, and that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com, and they've got this brief uh, palette profile quiz that you fill out and it will recommend distinct and interesting wines that are actually customized to your palate and it'll be shipped directly to your door every month so it'll ask you do you like coffee if so what kind of coffee do you like strong or we you know what do you think about this fruit or that fruit and it customizes what wines it thinks you will like and then it continues to learn and sends you things that you as you rate the wines and you because it's hard to figure out what wines you like if you go to that grocery store it's quite confusing so um they they uh They'll, they'll even, you know, introduce you to stuff that aren't, isn't available anywhere else if it seems to suit you, stuff that you can't even find in the grocery store. And they tell you the story behind each one. So you can join for free. You can skip any month. You can cancel any time. And they have 100% satisfaction guarantee. So never pay for a bottle you don't like. Quite easy. So right now, Wink is offering a $20, $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com slash badchristian, and they'll even cover the shipping. That's trywink, that's spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com slash badchristian to get $20 off the first order. Plus, complimentary shipping, trywink.com slash badchristian. There you go. Yeah, if you're ready to do it, I think the audio will be good. We'll, we'll make an adjustment if it's well, not. Well, I was going to say, speaking of ghostwriting, Zach helped me write the song, of course. I'm going to do Sabotage. And this is the from record. the last record. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of long, so I'm just going to do the first part of it, probably. Okay. If this is living, then I am finally finding out life's misleading. If this is freedom, I'm not sure if I want it now I have reached the ceiling If this is success Well then I should have expected less I could keep on dreaming Cause if I'm honest I am beginning to 
to have my doubts Who do I believe in? I can't escape the sabotage Taking what I want But slowly I'm discovering Exactly what is wrong I pour myself out for myself Such a selfish fool When all I want is you Oh, I want is you This isn't living I'm so defeated and uninspired Life's deceiving This isn't freedom I never stop, always running tired I just keep on reaching This isn't success I'm just a jumble of work and stress And I'm always reeling And if I'm honest to have my doubts Who do I believe in? I can't escape the sabotage Taking what I want But slowly I'm discovering Exactly what is wrong I pour myself out for myself Such a selfish fool When all I want is you Yeah, all I want is you <laughs> now, as I cross this parted sea, all I had is behind me, with my home now far. Mama
Uh, yes, yes, sir. Thank you. That's incredible, Chad. That's really cool to hear it and really sitting here is. in the room. I don't know if it captures in the mic well. I Hopefully. hope so. But the uh, thing interesting about that is an example of uh, as an example of being in a city and being around people like this. Chad came in here and plugged that guitar in to my amp, turned on his pedal and strummed a chord, and then uh, somebody, uh, some another talented <laughs> friend of ours from down the hall, Andy, who does video guy, who works in the building, just popped his head and said, "I hear Chad." You know, he knew from the guitar chord that Chad played with the sound that Chad must be in the building. Oh man! And pops right in, and he's just a super talented video director. He did your video. He did Andy the dreams did. video. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so that's just that's just a good example of, of people. Yeah. And Toby, I like being able to see where you are. That's really that's cool. Yeah, cool. man. <laughs> hey, can I ask a super annoying I'll question? Set the mood. Yeah. yeah, it was good. So I I'll already I'll preface by saying I know this is annoying, but I still want to ask it, and that is you have to ha- you have to get this question a lot. So do you write? Are you a worship song writer? And if so, do you see yourself kind of doing for both of you guys? Because I know citizens and saints, uh, same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> do it. I didn't hear what he did. Do it again. I didn't hear it either. What distorted you? when you did that. Do it again. It was funny. He's lost. <laughs> 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 I can't, we can't understand it. It's a cool sound effect. So are you are you guys doing the same? Like, are y'all doing the same thing as like a Hill song or a Matt Redman? Like, are y'all worship song writers? Well, I mean, first, I think that 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 question, like, it has to come from a certain perspective of yeah. Like it's only only people that are going to ask that question are people that are within a church. Obviously, going like, "Am I doing right, this yeah. music for church or <laughs> what is this?" Like, it's a very right. narrow segment uh, of people in the world that ask that narrow, question. Narrow-minded <laughs> no. church person. I agree. <laughs> but, but but to that to that narrow like niche of people, I know y'all get this. All it's a the good time. question. It yeah. No, it makes sense it. why people ask it that are coming from that world, um, and especially because I mean Zach saying we both came from you know working in a church doing worship music so. I mean, since I left Mars Hill Church and I'm not no longer like, you know, being paid to to lead worship music on Sundays, I just sort of feel like music is whatever I want to do, but I can't really get away from the gospel aspect of it because that's how I was like groomed into songwriting. So we're, we're writing all these gospel songs and they're super spiritual and worshipful and stuff, but there's no intention of any of these songs are going to be played on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, and most of them I don't think really work very well anymore that we're writing, but we have lots of old ones mm-hmm. that did. Cause that's what we wrote them for. You just think of it as art for its own sake. Yeah, basically. totally. But yeah. it's still See, that, very Christian. Cause that's kind of what yeah. we come the world would come out of, you know, that's what I think is really, it is so intriguing because a lot of the people that are from that world that are starting to listen to Kings K, for instance. I mean, it, it's it's somewhat of a common thing. Oh yeah, man, I listen to you know, I like Matt Redman. I really like uh, John Mark McMillan. Oh, Kings Kaleidoscope. Co- that's another one of my favorites. I mean, you guys are kind of being lumped together, but from our perspective, like actually knowing you, it you guys are both in a different category. Other people don't see that, but what you just described, I don't think is 
what people from Hillsong, and I'm not trying to, you know, be derogatory towards them, but it yeah. is, it's like two different things for sure. Well, Hillsong's I mean, engineered for a specific pur- purpose. Yeah, I mean, Hillsong, explicitly. I Hillsong mean, is know. like the best franchise model ever for like writing songs that can be copied and played anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they just, the they kill yeah. it and it's super, they're great at it. So it's just a very different thing. Like we've got the same seven people in this band and we're just writing whatever we want we there's no thought to like well how does a youth group play this in wichita right you know <laughs> is it have you guys got you asked um you know it's interesting because i think when we the band started same thing as kings we we actually both bands started at the same kind of church campus uh but i don't know i, I think now I don't really think about writing songs for the church to sing. I think part of it too is even the church I go to, I well, and they did just a couple weeks ago play one of our songs, mm-hmm. but it's probably one of the first times I ever remember them doing that. So my entire time there, I've always thought, man, I can't imagine them ever doing a citizen song. Yeah. And so I think it's given me a different perspective that I think, you know, if you really want to copy the Hillsong thing or whatever, even what we were doing at Mars Hill, like if you really want to copy that, I think that's one thing. But I just think, honestly, uh, it just feels like a moving target. I don't really feel like trying to hit it, you know, trying mm-hmm. to write songs people sing. So I just would rather just write songs about what God's teaching me, what I'm learning, what I'm So believing. Zach, what would, what would you do? I don't know if you've heard, uh, like I, I, I know all the big name Christian conferences, for example. There's one called Catalyst, which, yeah. I mean, just huge. What would you, how would you handle the request, Zach, we like your stuff. Can you come in and lead worship for tens of thousands of pastors? Like, do you feel like you'd owe them an explanation? Yes, I will, but you have to understand, blah, blah, blah. Or would you just say, sure, hell yeah, I'll do that for in a heartbeat? Yeah, I mean, we'd do it just because I, I, I think we would. I mean, it depends on each circumstance. And the only reason is because we have songs that I think are a little bit more suited towards that. I just yeah. don't think that the stuff we've written recently really lends itself very mm-hmm. well to that that type yeah. of situation but it's always surprising to me when i hear people you know saying they're doing one of the songs from a new record in their church and i'm like well i didn't i didn't even think that was possible but you're mm-hmm. doing it so that's kind of cool i guess yeah is it fun getting to play outside of the church these days because hey lady <laughs> if you had another eye you'd be a cyclop <laughs> is, is it fun playing outside of the church guys yeah it's great it's fun it's cool because it's a it's a neutral venue man <laughs> yeah it's it's like <laughs> and there's <laughs> lots of guys yelling at us i would yeah. that's actually a good word um We've been doing our own tour this whole year, the Live Love Tour, yeah. with sometimes Ghost Ship's been out with us, sometimes the Sing Team as well. So really, it's like the old Marso Music crew actually for the first time trying to hit every major market, major city in the whole country. And it's been really fun. But What's that, the upcoming dates on that? Uh, Tickets on sale now if you've got one coming up in just a couple we, so, of weeks. So I mean, let's literally, make sure everybody knows about we've it. We've never been to Texas in our ever, and we're going to Texas. I believe we're in... All the big... I think spots. April 22nd, we're in Houston. I'm pulling we're in right Dallas, now. I believe. Yeah, so the, you can look it out on the website. at livelovetour.com. Yeah, yep. yeah April 22nd, Dallas, Houston, Austin, and then we go to Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville. We've mm-hmm. never been and to May. any of those. I've actually personally never been to any of those cities except for Orlando. Wow. That's so I've, crazy I've, that I've your band can be this successful and have not played for even your fans ever in, most yeah. of, in, in the major markets of the U.S. Well, That's the, incredible. And the craziest thing was we went to both bands. We played a festival in New Zealand, and then we went to Australia, and we in Sydney, Australia, like one of the the biggest, like the the club for yeah. that city, major world city, twelve hundred cap room. We sold it out. That's unbelievable. Yeah, both bands, it was insane. 
It was nuts. It was the biggest show of but the whole tour. But you hadn't been to Dallas. Okay, in, got it. But. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> we haven't been to Houston, or, like, we haven't been to Dallas, but, like, we go to Sydney. Yeah. And they like us more there, so. But that's the other weird thing about our band, because we don't, our schedules, we're, we're not, like, touring for weeks at a time, right. so no. we're only getting to cities when we can, so. Well, uh, we're in, we're, both of you guys and us, Emory and Classic Crime and a couple other bands are doing a new thing out there where we're booking our own stuff and we're, where we're not really using managers and agents even, yeah. or promoters yeah. for the yeah. most part, where we're just kind of booking these things. So we just did did that for the first time, and you guys have been doing it a little yep. while, and Classic Crime's been doing it a while, but I sure do get a kick out of renting a room out and just knowing that our oh, fans totally. will be there and that there's well, nobody in between. We, know, awesome. we don't know, though. You no, guys no, have yeah. a little bit more, like, <laughs> you have yeah. a track record. For us, we're just like, oh, i got to pay all this it's money to so far, cross our fingers. <laughs> like we just, we just see what happens. Well, it's been working so far for you guys. Yeah. Your numbers are great. Now these Texas rooms are really big, though. Yeah, so they I are. do. We want. We, well, we, I do want to encourage roomy. everybody we did, to, uh, come, yeah. come, we to did drive this. and come out and, and yeah, go to man. your shows and make this prove yeah. this can work. Yeah. We got two. Well, it's funny. Houston is like. One of, it's LA and Houston are our number one streaming mm-hmm. cities in yeah, the same, world. Same for us. Yeah. And then we got so we got this huge room for Houston. We're like, oh, we'll sell a whole bunch of tickets. We're like, no, oh, it's just like a normal <laughs> amount well, of people. Well, I think it's because we thought, well, we went to Sydney, <laughs> never been there before. Yeah. And we we did an eight hundred. We had an eight hundred room at first, and the tickets sold out over Christmas break. Yeah, or in like a so, couple like, weeks. Yeah, and over there it was kind of a weird time because that's and like we had a, like, we don't have a lot of stream. Yeah. I mean, I look at streaming on Spotify yeah. for that city, and I'm like, oh, we better. It's not that much, so that kind of shocked us. So anyway. Well, I need to move on and pay another bill, and I'd like to hear a song from Zach. And I didn't know what you had. No, sorry. We have a a certain amount of time today. Um, But uh, Zach, what do you want to play? You want to play something? I'm going to do a cover song. A cover song. Okay, give me one second here. Um, Joey, are you going to take care of this next one? Sure thing. So I have to say that for Matt can vouch for this because I used to get teased all the time of the sorts of clothes that I wore in college. I just didn't care. I'd shop at Goodwill, which is, you know, sometimes you get some good finds. But now having put on a pair of distilled jeans, I can honestly say, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a older dude. And, you know, I see all these young, hip kids wearing jeans that actually look nice. And... You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to impress my wife. You know, we're, we've been married for a while. I'm not trying to impress anybody else, and she loves how they fit. So, distilled jeans. I love what they're doing. There, there's no middleman. So, uh, this is uh, basically it's D S T L D, and it's pronounced distilled. They utilize the same fabrics, factories, and wash houses as the best known brands and designers, but without the middleman you skip the markups and so the result is pure unadulterated denim without the retail runaround so they guarantee the fit they you know obviously they're going to ship it to you for free and give you free returns so uh the shipping is free and the exchanges are free until you find the perfect pair so distilled has been featured in forbes time and uh, TechCrunch, as well as denim clad celebrities and gq and vogue it's the only place in the u.s you can get this quality of denim for these sorts of low prices the i mean it's it's just unreal so you can find their amazing selection of outerwear leather jackets t-shirts and more using the same principles of high-grade material at low-end costs so here's what you do go to dstld.com slash bad christian right now and get 10 percent off your first pair so that's five letters here dstld.com slash bad christian thank you joey
All right. Let's, let's hear it, Zach. Let's do it. You must be my lucky star Cause you shine on me wherever you are I just think of you and I start to glow And I need your light And baby, I know that starlight First star I see tonight, starlight Make everything alright, starlight First star, see tonight, starlight, oh yeah You must be my lucky star Cause you make the darkness seem so far And when I'm lost, you'll be my guide Just turn around and you're by my side, oh starlight First star, see tonight, starlight Make everything alright, starlight First star, see tonight, starlight Oh yeah Come on, shine your heavenly body tonight Gonna make everything alright Come on, shine your heavenly body tonight Cause I know you're gonna make everything alright Starlight First star, see tonight, starlight Make everything alright, starlight First star, see tonight, starlight 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 First star, see tonight, starlight Make everything alright, starlight First star, see tonight, starlight Oh yeah Oh goodness, that was nice. something I know. Wow. Your voice, dog. Your voice. It's a, it's a cover song, but what is it? I don't know the song. Yeah. It's incredible. Nobody you knows know that song. Huh? It's it? uh, Madonna. I know. <laughs> Nobody knows that song. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like. I, I was disappointed that it was a secular song, but I, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I know. Well, <laughs> I know you guys are starting to interview more women, so I thought I'd do a song by a girl. Thank you so. for adding that <laughs> nugget of diversity yeah, to our show. It will know. help. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to thank you. Song by a girl. <laughs> yeah. Song yeah. You did say girl. girl though, so that's yeah. not good. Yeah. Well, sorry. It's, woman. It's woman lady. It. Woman. Lady. Right. How old was she when she wrote it? <laughs> yeah. Right. If, I don't she wrote know. It, <laughs> I don't know that she wrote it. That's the problem. But I used to listen to that song back when I was, you know. A young boy. The uh, I want to thank you guys too for for letting us. We're I think we're live right now on King's K's page, so we're avoiding some b- bad language here, and you're letting us uh, cut up and be loose and uh, do ad- our ads and ads yeah. for wine and stuff like that. So thank you for letting us be on your channel totally. in front of your audience. I hope they. I know most of your audience knows who we are yeah. or, or something. Well, I know we have a good bit of overlap. Every though. show on this tour, we got some kid who comes up at the end with a bad Christian T-shirt oh, yeah. on or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Hey, Hey, speaking of avoiding foul language, Chad, I keep saying this, but I mean it. I know this is an annoying question, but are you still paying the price for the infamous 
F word in your uh, song. Let me album. let me pay one more bill and give Chad a second to think on that. And we'll be done with that. So just just pay <laughs> bills. Just one hey more bill. and we'll be done. Sorry about hey that. Bill. Chad uh, hates my guts. <laughs> the cliffhanger F word. Everybody <laughs> has that. Is he going to say it? There we go. So uh, new new report came out from Newsweek. Then this is true that the average like, it's hard to believe, but it's true. The average American wastes fifty five minutes a day doing what? Any guesses? Reading. Nope. Looking for things <laughs> that you own but can't find. Does that sound oh familiar? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that remote, sounds familiar. Remote controls, keys, documents, capos. Especially my wife. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you, you spend a lot of time looking for stuff, and it's really wasted time in, in this day and age. So Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past, and I'll tell you how to get one free in a minute. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything in seconds. You can pair it with your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with a tap of a button. It's that easy. So do you lose your phone? Well, you press the button, and the tra- if you, you have your tracker button on your keys and you push the button, it'll remotely cause your phone to ring so you can find your phone. So you don't even need your phone to find your keys. Your keys can find your phone and vice versa. So that's how it works. Um, it, it, uh, there's, it's finding over a million misplaced items every day. And you can order yours and whatever you lose, you will never lose it again. So uh, listeners to this show get a free Tracker Bravo uh, with any orders. You go to thetracker.com and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN. The hardest thing you'll ever have to find again is that website. And that's thetracker.com right now and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN for your free Tracker Bravo with any order. Again, that's thetracker.com Promo code bad Christian. Okay. Hey, All right, you can so use let's... tracker to find your lane. <laughs> <laughs> so Toby's having the experience of a, a really neat experience right now. I love yeah, seeing man. where he's at. Is he driving cool. in the shoulder oh, construction no, zone. Well, man. you know what's cool about this for Toby is he, he's not talking a lot because I know he's got road noise and keeping up. But he's got the experience that everybody has with podcasting. He's in the car driving with yeah. headphones listening yeah. to a podcast, but. He can talk he's if he wants to. And he's making musicians. a podcast. That's yeah, what yeah. you always feel like when you're listening to a podcast. Like, oh, I Dude. can talk right now, but you can't. But you yeah. feel that way. But Toby actually is having that experience. That's great, of man. Interacting with a podcast he's listening to. I'm seeing parts I've never seen before. So, it's, Where are you, Toby? Great. Indiana? Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So okay. I'm headed towards Indiana. I might miss my turn, so I don't know. All right, Chad, <laughs> go back to that question Joey asked you. The, the, you know, normal. I mean, so we actually are – We had a. we had a, you know – idea up front of like how many people would be upset about it and we kind of guessed what that would be and I actually think it came through a little bit less than what we expected you expected more fallout I expected more fallout like there's the big stuff like obviously those at creation festival dropped us and like Lifeway won't carry any of our CDs anymore and stuff like that Um, but the the overwhelming like majority of the feedback is positive it's stories a lot of stories from kids and stuff that are really affected by the song we, I mean, the New, the New Zealand festival that we went to, the the guy that runs that festival, he like loved that song. I mean, I think mm. that's probably a huge reason why we even went there. So like, yeah. if we have to miss out on playing a festival in the middle of nowhere, Washington, to go to New Zealand because the guy loves it, that, that let's Take do, that. let's do it. Take yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's even on like a yeah. I mean, it's it's just been a it's been a cool thing to be able to talk about with people and at all the shows. It's like. 
a really intense moment in the night that's pretty special. So and yeah. you do yeah. it and you well, do that song live and perform it with the with the F word in it. I mean most most venues, yeah, yeah. we just do. Actually, it just depends on how I feel, yeah. honestly. But it just it's whatever. It, there's some venues like if we're playing for renting out a church facility or something like that, and they've got a bunch of kids there, I'll I'll do the clean one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just take it by show by show. Well, kinda. I know I know you were writing from the heart, but regardless, you you took one for the team of being honest Absolutely. through music in mm. the church. I mean, that was a big, big hit. N- not necessarily mm. a big hit to you, but the overall picture yeah. of the, brave. the Christian music industry, it was huge. It's man. brave so. and helpful is the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. It's interesting. So, Zach, oh, Zach, yeah. you, you, need, you need a bunch of <laughs> F-words in your song, man. Dude, the whole next record is the just The whole me. next record. <laughs> That's what what was, were you going to say, Zach? Well, I was going to say that, uh, you know, it's interesting because we were playing at a church one time, and it was the first church that you had done the the not clean version of that song. Right. And the pastor there was totally, he was like, <laughs> he loved it. He was awesome. so glad. He, like, he like yes. defended it. And it just got me thinking. I mean, I know most of the pastors I know use a lot, lots of colorful words in their language. Just and, not on Sunday morning. And, yeah. yeah. And exactly. I just think, you know what, man, it's. It's just we got to move. We got to start moving past some yeah. stuff. So I think that at the end of the day, you could get really uh, alarmed by a musician doing it. But um, I think that you know, if if anything, I would say the honesty of that song might actually speak more to me in certain cases than some sermons I've listened to sure. because yeah. I feel like there's a lack of honesty maybe coming from that pastor in that regard. So yeah, I think it's been cool to see pastors coming to Chad's defense, you yeah. know, which has been cool. Mark Driscoll, for one of them, has really been going to Chad's defense for sure. <laughs> yeah. hey, he loves hey, them. Hey, Zach, I do want to ask, and, and Chad, feel free to chime in too, mm-hmm. like with with you guys being super involved at Mars Hill, and here we are, fast forward, you know, a few years, how has there been any really obvious ways in which your faith has changed being removed from a unique sort of culture that Mars Hill had? Oh, yeah. completely i mean i think i don't i was talking to my wife about this last night i don't think i realized how much my understanding of what it meant to to be a servant and the church uh i it was so wrapped up in vocation that i completely Mm -hmm. lost sight of the fact that i didn't need to work at the church in order to be you know to love people and serve god so uh i think that actually really affected me in a lot of ways but then two just realizing how easy it was for me to kind of get sucked into certain theological mm-hmm. uh, or just doctrines, things that Marcel held to, uh, yeah. that I see now more as philosophical mm-hmm. than actual yeah. things that I, I would, I think that they mm-hmm. were, there were certain doctrines that at Marcel in particular that were bent in a lot of different ways. Can you name one? Uh, in particular, complementarianism. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I still believe, and I and I, I and I've talked with other people in this. I think that there are some churches that hold it, and I would say that it's a bit, bit more balanced in how they view it. But I would say overall, it's been really misused. I yeah. think that when you read, you know, um, I think there's a reason why people get really bummed out when they go to a a wedding and there's a bunch of talk of submission, and it's all about the woman submitting to the man. When I don't think that's the really the point of of Paul when he when he's getting at that I think he's he's talking about mutual submission and I don't think that's really something that Marcel really preached on yeah. and I even asked my wife it's interesting cuz when we were there she didn't feel necessarily like oh I'm a woman and I I I feel I don't feel like um she didn't necessarily think of it as a culture that wasn't very uh, wasn't embracing women but now that she's out of it it's insane for her to really oh, yeah. when she looks at it she's yeah, like oh my 100%. gosh like 
this is crazy all the stuff that I was just believing and buying into. Yeah. So I think to me that's a that's uh, a one of the one. bigger things yeah. that I look at and I have I've changed it. Yeah, it's kind of less about whether there's a theological truth to it or God's design may be this or that. That's totally fair, sure. but the way it's the, the amount it's used and the way it's used and the implications of it are, it can be it can be way overdone really quickly and it has a lot of impact. Yeah, I mean, here's an example. Yeah. Sitting around one time and an elder el- like Guys wanting to be elders, and I, you know, we were going around reading Second Timothy and asking them, uh, you know, what what scares you about qualifications of a pastor? All of them raised their hand saying teaching. I was like, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like my wife is actually a better teacher than everyone in this room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and too I think, bad. Yeah, but sorry, you know. And I just hey, thought, you can teach the children's ministry. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just kind of I don't know, man. I, I think we could. I think we need to be a little bit more mm-hmm. willing to to revisit some stuff. Well, I'm glad. Are, that, are, that, you know, go ahead. Are either one of y'all bothered personally by seeing him just uh, move on? Well, uh, let, let me let me change that. Not personally. Are any of y'all worried about the well-being of the people that he's now leading, or you just don't think about it? I on I mean, I don't follow what he's up to, or I I, ne- I don't even really think about Mars Hill as much. I mean, it comes up rarely, but I am worried when I do think about it, like the people that are following him because he kind of just bailed. And didn't wrap yeah. anything up up here, and he's got, you know, he's he's got it. It's funny because I would almost say it's always it, people are always like, well, there's no moral failure or anything that caused the church to collapse. And it's like, no, it's it's kind of like what it is. Yeah. It's it's terrible right. leadership. It's, uh, yeah, it's just it's hunger and ambition for their own sake, and it's like it just ran people over. So. Yeah, I so don't, you just say that is moral. Failure I would say that point sounds view, yeah. like moral failure. Yeah. It's just not like a sex scandal or something like yeah. that. Right. The, the people right. that know it the best yeah. identify it exactly as such. Yeah, so you can yeah. discount that if you like. Yeah, sure. right, right, right. <laughs> well, I think the whole thing is is very cool. I'm encouraged that people like you are willing to be musicians, but also be brave enough to talk and do this or say the f word. It's it, it's kind of crazy because Zach, you said something a second ago, like you know, it's time to get past some of this stuff. It's almost like. Very silly. This is very silly. silly like there's yeah. podcasts out there right now with intelligent people talking about ideas and trying to solve uh, immigration and just the, you know artificial intelligence and these really pressing problems. And we're like, right now, us reaching all these people and we're going through this issue and we're saying, "Thank you for saying that word." I think we're making like it's <laughs> right, so right, silly. Yeah, right, right. Like and this, yeah. but this is where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Like right. that's how that's how regressed yeah. the, the and and not with it we are. We have totally. to we have to get past that's this. That's a good point, man. And it's that's crazy. A good point. Yeah. And we're and we're going to spend time on it because we have to. Yeah. <laughs> because right. Before we can get to anything more important, we've got to knock down some of the simpler stuff. So yeah. thank you for being brave enough to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys, I, I seriously, there's a lot of people. Oh, good. I can hear Toby wants to say something. He looks like he's going about 95. Say, <laughs> I don't know how fast I'm going. I was thinking, do y'all ever think like Mark Driscoll wishes like he was cheated? <laughs> oh, no. He said, we didn't hear you. He, he say it said, again. He say said, again. you ever wish that Mark Driscoll, if he's going to get all the scandal, he at least done something like cheats? It would be helpful. <laughs> it just would have been so much easier. It would have yeah. been clearer for everybody. <laughs> yeah. it like, just at helped. least he could have got something carnal out of it. Uh, gosh. I mean, all he, got, he got to be mean. All he got to do was be mean. He didn't get like the carnal. Like, however, one of you was like, man, I could have like, did coke. He could at least done some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Anyway, sorry. 
These are things hey, I we, think about. I I definitely enjoyed this a lot. Like I I I'm one of those guys that I'm with you as far as you know where music is at, and I you know I don't think super categorical, but I do have moods in which. I want to be more reflective on God and my faith and that stuff, yeah. and I just can't turn to the stuff that totally. we sing on Sunday mornings and the stuff that people buy at Lifeway. So I really appreciate y'all's music for that purpose cool. for yeah. sure. So it's cool to hear, man. Thank you. And yeah. I want to just thank some more people. We've got some brand new club, uh, BC Club joiners, and that's Jeff Hey-o. and Leah Ince. Gareth Allison, Marita Alquin, Nathan Jubb, Ross Thomas, and Will Davis. Thank you guys very much. You can go to thebcclub.com if you're interested in hearing more. And we are also giving away uh, some Zach Bolin stuff. Mm. So we're going to give away one Ooh. vinyl, two digitals, mm. and uh, also one T-shirt. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only got one. So. so if you go, but the, to to qualify for this free giveaway, you have to go to our Twitter and retweet that uh, pinned uh, tweet. So go to at x bad Christian x for the possibility, the chance to win a Zach Bolin kidney T shirt, vinyl, or digital. Yeah, thanks again to you guys for for going live on your page. This is, if you're new here, this is a Bad Christian podcast, and. Uh, you know, go check us out on iTunes. Oh, the reviews would be helpful if people want to leave reviews on iTunes for our podcast. We'll climb the charts and just, you know, edge out Joyce Meyer would be the idea there. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> so uh, we will get out of here quickly, but unless you want to do a news story, Toby, you want to do one? You think you can do it while you're driving? Oh, come on. Sure, let's do it, man. Kick the music. Okay. In a world where you're driving down the road and you're on your friend's Facebook and you promised that you would not say the F word. Oh, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) We all? Oh, my gosh. He did it? And he hung up and left. (laughs) He's gone. <laughs> on your friend's <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. That's pretty great. Hey guys, Devin Shelton here. Let me take just a minute and tell you guys about our company called BC Supply. Now, some of you may already know this, but I play in a band with Matt and Toby called Emery. Since we've been in the band, we have been fortunate enough to have traveled the world many times over. And, and I'll tell you what, even though it's amazing... It can take its toll, not only on you, but on your stuff. We spent many years making absolutely no money at all on the road, so we had to buy really cheap stuff. Products that were convenient for us, but just not quality or sustainable. With BC Supply, we wanted to offer the same type of products, things we use on a daily basis, but have them be high quality that will be durable, sustainable, and comfortable. We work with small independent companies throughout the U.S. on products like leather wallets and belts, wool beanies, duffel bags, apparel, sunglasses, coffee, and more. And these companies are people who handcraft many of these products themselves. So if you're like us and you want products that will last and you're willing to spend a little more money less often, then make sure and check us out at bc.supply. Thanks a lot. Hello, Bad Christian listeners. This is your friendly neighborhood Matt McDonald here to tell you about the Classic Crime's new record, How to Be Human, coming April 28th. 
Classic Crime's going to be on tour with Matt and Toby of this podcast and a band called Civilian on the East Coast this May. If you want to check that out, go to theclassiccrime.com and get some tickets. We have some cool VIP experiences available, including bus hangs with Matt and Toby, which can sometimes get weird. If that sounds interesting to you, please head on over to theclassiccrime.com. And you can also pre-order How to Be Human there for an immediate download of our new single, Holy Water, and a live record of our recording of Albatross, live from our anniversary tour last year. So if you live in Seattle or on the East Coast, be sure to check us out in May with Matt and Toby. Dates are at theclassiccrime.com. Thanks for all your support. We really appreciate it. And we're so happy to be a part of this BC music community. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com.